0: Hey everybody, this is Brad. Just wanted to drop in a note before the episode starts. We now have a message board that you guys can participate in. It's hosted by the Comic Geek Speak podcast. They have a whole family of message boards for comic book-related podcasts. Uh, You can go to our website, halfhourwasted.com. Over on the left, in the Contact Us section of the website, there is a link that says Message Board. So you just click on that, and it takes you right to our message board. You can read posts, you can Register for free, pick a screen name, and uh, log in and post and interact with other listeners of the show. It's fun, and we'd like to thank Comic Geek Speak guys for providing this to us. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast.
1: Listen up, the ratings just came in for last month. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Super yeah! duper, okay? yeah! Super <laughs> duper. That's nice. Way to go.
0: Neato, gang. Okay. Yes.
2: Episode 21.
1: The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave,
0: i pissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so.
1: It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted, bringing shame and dishonor to our families. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So, Brad, we, we're number one in our demographic, huh? I guess. Yeah. What's our demographic? Your mother. It is my mom. She listens. So we're number one in my mom, in, in the demographic of my mom, if that makes sense. Hey, guys. How are you? This is Frank. And Brad. And we got a special guest.
0: Jumba. Hey, you are here
1: for a second round. Actually, it's Sunday morning. Uh, day, yesterday, we went to Dallas Comic Con. Korean. And, and <laughs> our Korean friend.
2: You know, that joke just never gets old. It's, <laughs> I, I love it. It's not at all.
1: <laughs> Korean. And uh, we want to dive right into this episode because we got a big one. We're going to cover Sinestro Corps, Green
0: Lantern, Sinestro Corps special one shot. So I think it's funny that it says first issue, but it's,
1: it's yeah a one that shot. Is, that is kind of look. I just noticed it says countdown forty four right there. Yeah. So here's um, here's my take on it. You know, I heard it was coming out. Didn't really have a lot of interest in it. <laughs> ah, that sounds interesting and I heard some rumblings that you know this is going to affect the DC universe this one issue so didn't really pay attention uh, I guess it was Wednesday afternoon I got on the uh CGS forum boards and was reading some of the spoilers and I was like oh my gosh so I ran out got it and I told Brad you gotta read it and Brad didn't get, and everyone was sold out in town I found one bookstore that had it Got it, and uh, Brad. I guess you're going to get your copy Monday. I don't know. I mean, I'll I'll eventually track it down. I might. Okay, maybe I'll. Is that store open on Monday? Yeah,
0: and maybe I'll go out there Monday.
1: Um. But so Brad and June got to read it last night, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna we're gonna kind of dissect it and kind of review it.
2: Yeah, Brad's uh, waiting to get the whole run, complete run of the Yes and Corp. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: um, oh, for uh, those
0: people that that aren't comic savvy that listen to this show must be really bored because <laughs> why else would they be listening to the show? Right. Other than they know us and and your mom would listen to anything you do. Yeah.
1: My mom loves me.
0: Green Lantern is a DC hero. It's currently named Hal Jordan. There's been a whole line of D- of Green Lanterns. Um Green uh Green Lantern was a good guy. Something happened. He was a bad guy. He tried to redeem himself. He became kind of a an all powerful uh spokesman for god, spirit of vengeance. Mm-hmm. kind of good guy, kind of confused, something else happened. He is back as Green Lantern again. And then in the meantime there've been all these other Green Lanterns taking up the mantle.
1: And and Green Lantern is like a a universal police force. Right. It's pro- space it's cops. Space cops. It's broken up into sectors. how Jordan takes care of Earth and some other planets. Uh, So, you know, he just basically wields... He's just a cop. He's a space cop.
0: Sinestro used to be the greatest Green Lantern of all. He was a good guy. Then he trained an Earthman named Hal Jordan, Mm -hmm. who surpassed him. Mm -hmm. And I'm not familiar enough to know if there were any particulars, but once he was not regarded as the greatest anymore, Sinestro got angry and... Is that when he turned bad? I mean,
1: I'm not. Yeah, well, upset. I don't think Sinestro. Sinestro had the most order in his sector. That is correct. But that's because he wielded fear, and he was like a dictator. Absolutely. So there was order, but just at a very high cost. That's correct. And the Guardians discovered this and took him away. And that's what makes him kind of interesting. Is that he is he essentially wants order. He wants good. You know, he, he wants there to be no, no crime or anything, but he wields through fear. That's right.
2: I, I think the uh, the main part is that I don't think it was the dynamics with Hal Jordan that necessarily turned him evil. Mm-hmm. It had more to do with the fact that uh, by nature and the way he is driven, he is uh, motivated by um, driving people into fear to restore order. He is more of an uh, extreme fascist. Um, if you were to kind of you know yeah. make almost like a Hitler, I mean, even the way I think the artist uh, Ethan Van Schuyber you know renders him, you know he really plays up that you know that kind of the Hitler icon. Yeah. But did, in many many essence, I think that's a uh, that did, describes him the best. Did the
0: Guardians strip him of his ring? Uh yes, I believe that yeah. it ended up happening. The Guardians are kind of like the bosses of the Green
1: Lantern Corps. Yeah, they're like the protectors of the universe. They're immortal, all-knowing, right? Yeah, and and the one problem I've always had with them is that they're kind of self-appointed. They kind of appointed themselves the guardians of the universe. Somebody's got
0: to take care of the place.
1: Yeah, and it's, that's always kind of well, one of them in here. It, Except I said that they're if all if it look here, like minions, or if it was in the Green Lantern. <laughs> yeah, they're all rebirth. short
0: and blue. One of them in here said something about how we're we're uh, um we can
1: do whatever. Oh, here it is, right here. Uh, um, you you're gonna actually go into spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler alert! Here, play it. Spoiler alert! We are gonna tear this book down. There's a group of guardians talking, and one of them says,
0: uh, "We." There's two. There's kind of like two that feel the same way against all the other guardians, and uh, Ganthit is.
1: He's kind of the head one.
0: Yeah, but he and he.
1: He's the one. He's that, in the uh, minority overlauses.
0: at this point. He and this lady guardian. He specifically watches over the Earth, the sector that includes the Earth. Okay. Um, he he and this girl, Guardian, are talking to the others, and he says, uh, they're referring to a, a certain prisoner of theirs, Hank Henshaw, the cyborg Superman. He says, we can't keep him forever. One of the other guys says, you forget our place, Gant, that we are immortal. We are the guardians of the universe. We can do whatever we like. So, like Frank said, they're a bit self-appointed, mm-hmm. and they've created this... Green Lantern Corps to police the universe, and then Sinestro, they, they didn't like his modus operandi, so they stripped him of his power. Yeah. is that uh, right?
2: Yeah, one thing uh, to note also is that we don't want to spoil other issues, you know, related. But yeah. I highly encourage people to really kind of keep um, keep up with the uh, the latest issues of uh, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. What they're developing out of that is that they're actually developed the whole concept of. The, um, Guardians and who are you know who are potentially Guardians equals out mm-hmm. there, you know people many people that are you know longtime readers of Green Lantern series are aware of uh, Vega, you know universe system that the Green Lanterns actually stay out of because that the you know uh, Guardians actually made a deal with whoever's watching over the Vegas you know. System. Oh, I didn't realize I did not not yeah, know that. Yeah, there's actually a restricted area the Green Lanterns are not allowed to go in there because it will be an act of war.
0: I was not aware you know, of that. And then, I was so not there, aware of that. There's
2: a great intrigue and and I'm very, you know, I'm just ju- just kind of jumping into it and sure. been really getting into this thing but they actually uh show um how that the uh, the guardians have come to mistrust emotions. And uh mm-hmm. they, you know, they are the the their focus on willpower is a only a one segment of energy source. Obviously, there are other guardian rivals that uh, that actually involve as ener- energy sources also that focus on other light spectrums that represent other types of emotions. Interesting, intangible okay. stuff, and so that's kind of tied in with the latest you know run-ins with the Green Lanterns, and that also give you an idea, gives you an idea of um, kind of the Guardian and their origins also and their counterparts. Okay. So that's interesting. And that kind of builds up very well and uh, lays a good uh, stage for you to understand what's happening at the uh, Sinestro Coral So
1: and, and just real briefly, uh, I would recommend anyone reading the trade. Uh, it's a trade, Green Lantern Rebirth. I think that may help you out a little bit. That just explains Hal's
0: redemption and his coming back to being the main Green Lantern and a good guy again.
1: Okay, so let's dive right in. So you open up this. Uh, first of all, it's, it's the cover has uh, all of uh, probably the most famous Green Lanterns kind of stabbed on a tree with with something coming through their chest like they're being sacrificed and sinestro is standing all powerful uh below them just with his symbol on there and it says the war begins and you open the the page and sinestro is is on his hands and knees like he's like he's trying to concentrate and you can see a scar that's on his back that's in the symbol of, of the Green Lantern symbol which was established in, um, in Rebirth and he suddenly wields his new um, his new look his new uh, icon look which is that of the Sinestro and he's gonna create the Sinestro Corp using a fear instead of willpower power. Um we go into Oh go ahead, Brad. I was going to say the yellow color
0: of throughout the history of the Green Lantern yellow has been associated with a weakness of the Green Lanterns, is that right? Yes. The opposite, that's right. Yeah, and um Sinestro has garbed himself in yellow. Um we know from uh reading all about how, the recent years of Hal Jordan that the parallax entity that made him become bad, he was a yellow being. It yellow represents fear,
1: and Parallax encompasses fear, and that's why he's just pure yellow or gold, however you want to describe that. Um, There's a bit with with the JLA, but we'll skip ahead to uh, two two uh, Lantern two members of the Green Lantern Corps flying through space, and they're chasing a flying yellow ring. They don't know why. Uh, you, You know, it's causing some havoc. It destroys a spaceship. And then those guys meet up with Ion, who was a who was a Green Lantern. Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner, but he has gone to the next level of Green Lanterness, and he no longer needs a ring. He encompasses the the Green Lantern power. Yeah,
0: here, right here. And I I didn't follow any of the the whole Ion bit when he turned, changed from Green Lantern to Ion, but uh, he says. Uh, of course, today the Guardians say I'm more than just a space cop. I'm their great experiment. One of the other Green Lanterns uh says, "Is that a Green Lantern with no ring? It's a miracle." And a second one says, "No, he has a, a power source inside him. He is the angel of the core. The Guardians call him Ion." And and Kyle's thinking the next evolution of the Green Lantern. Uh, again, I'm not underst- I don't know the significance. Right. Is it that he he can contain the power within him as opposed to having to wear a ring?
2: I, I can just tell you right now, the, reading the Ion series does not clear that issue up. It does okay. not? <laughs> no. It, it only builds up to more uh, questions towards the end, in my opinion. Uh, um,
1: uh, you know what I didn't like about the Ion series? Was, uh, it has nothing to do with the storyline, but it was the character himself. He had a space face. Remember, his face is just like a uh-huh. black the hole. Mask,
2: the mask part of his face, I believe, was the, the, the space.
1: What was that? <laughs> and it had something to do with, because his...
2: Donna it, Troy, he was kind of merged with the space version of Donna Troy. I thought it was, thought K- it was Is Jade. that what that was?
1: No, it was, it Didn't, was Jade. Jade died. Oh, okay. Jade it, it was during Jade's. Infinite Crisis, and somehow they merged, or he took her energy source. Uh,
2: he, yeah, she gave up her, her energy into him, that's right.
1: And he became, because she's based in magic somewhat, because of... Every uh, little thing
2: I, she I does tell you what. All head. I can say is, if somebody out there has read that Ion series and has a great, you know, insight on that thing and makes made sense of it, they mm. need to write in comments. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe uh, we should, yeah, maybe they we do. should it for us. Maybe we should read Wikipedia. Somebody's already done that on Wikipedia. Yeah, I sure. bet. Oh yeah, I don't doubt that.
1: Well, we we see uh, uh, skipping ahead again. We see a day in the life in the core, and they're still um, they're still looking over Superboy Prime, who's locked in the Red Sun in his Red Box. Superboy Prime. Was uh, was one of the main architects and participants. Actually, Ooh, not an architect. Are you spoil that. Hey, well, if they haven't read Infinite Crisis yet, and we said spoiler okay, alert before you move spoiler on, Frank, alert I'll
2: uh-huh. something real quick here. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Brad. He We're was
0: the start. he was uh, ended up being one of the main bad guys in the recent crisis uh, Infinite Crisis miniseries. Mm-hmm. He was a holdover from the previous Crisis on Infinite Earth from twenty years ago,
1: and he's just crazy.
0: He's he was he was a inhabitant of our earth yeah. which is known as earth prime and i don't know how he got his powers but that doesn't matter the point is he was the only one on earth prime who had powers and mm-hmm. he just happened to be superman yes. on our earth That's right. young version of Superman, yeah
2: right um what i don't understand is that the uh, on this page here on that um what is that who who creates this image of a uh, S- Supergirl?
0: Guy Gardner does. See right here? And
2: I don't I don't see I can't he's, see how that he's
0: he's he's taunting he's taunting Superboy Prime. And he says uh he's talking he's flying up. He's look, if you'll notice Supergirl is blowing him a kiss. Yes. And Supergirl is uh, Supergirl yeah. is blowing him a kiss. This c- construct this construct yeah. in the shape of Supergirl is blowing him a kiss. Guy's taunting him and he says Hope you're having fun in there, kid.
2: Okay. But uh what my biggest question was, why Supergirl? Was there a little story? I guess I didn't read I Infinite guess Crisis. I
0: crisis. Cuz he's Superboy, she's Supergirl. She's out there free and he's and she's hot and he's uh. she's he's just teasing him.
1: Yeah, I, I mean I mean I, I don't th- don't think of it literally or at least I'm not as Supergirl, but think of it as a very um voluptuous superwoman who's just there to taunt him with a kiss. And the, I, I, bet I, I'm looking I just at it. wonder
2: it, what the whole pick of that specific character was know,
1: it, because it
0: wouldn't have, it wouldn't have meant much to him if it was. I, I think the fact that she's dressed in the super outfit is taunting him, saying, "You know, I I know that you want to be out here being Superman, hmm. and here I'm gonna make a Supergirl." You know, taunt you. I just think it has to do with the fact that he wants to be Superman and he can't because he's
2: too much into it. I guess, but I just that kind of stood out to me. I just didn't get that, and I thought it may have been because I didn't understand some kind of an inside story.
1: Um, so we're inside the Green Lantern Corps, and all the guys are just hanging out, getting drinks, talking. And uh, Ion or Kyle Rayner has captured one of the yellow rings in in a um in a little shell, and they're all kind of looking at, trying to figure out what it is and stuff like that. Well, again, the ring goes ballistic, the yellow ring, and attaches itself to ion and tears ion out, out of the uh, the Green Lantern. Uh, you know,
0: and out of our universe into the antimatter universe. It and, transports him to the other universe, right. which is where Sinestro is.
1: And he ends up on, on like another planet. He's kind of confused looking around. He can hear a whole bunch of stuff going on. He goes over to the cliff. He looks over and he sees thousands of 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 people dressed in the Sinestro yellow uh, a core uniform and they're just all it's like a big rally. It's like a big pep rally for for uh, the Sinestro core. And who's this by the way in the I corner? I don't know,
0: but he looks like, like my um
1: my seventh grade gym teacher is who <laughs> he looks like. We're we're looking at the page and on the bottom right there's what seems to be a human with a beard. I thought it was like John Byrne, the the artist It looks looks like Coach Thompson from seventh grade. (laughs) Because there's all these monsters and aliens. This guy's wicked right here. The green
0: translucent body. Yeah, That looks like my gym teacher. (laughs) 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 With the the bones just kind of floating around his body. Look, his skull's even upside down.
1: He kind of reminded me of, I know it's not chemo, but it kind of reminded me of of chemo.
0: Ectoplasm. Can I I digress and back up a minute? I'm confused. At the beginning, there was the one yellow ring that was flying around. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, is that the one? Yeah, that. See, that's the one
2: that. Oh, Kyle okay. helps capture it into a uh,
0: you All know right. spear of uh, green power. Well, I'd forgotten about this particular panel because I was confused. Oh, okay. I was like, if he caught that ring, then how could the other guy have? Have we actually seen that yet? Have we come across that part yet, where that bug-like creature? Oh yes, something?
2: that's in the beginning.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. and then I was like, how could the bug guy? Have received a ring if Kyle caught it. Well, that no, that's last, not the same ring. I know that now okay. because of this one panel mm-hmm. where it shows hundreds of rings flying through
1: space. That's right. They're they're going to their assigned spaces. However, Sinestro yeah, they're, is they're looking that out.
0: for yeah the the chosen Sinestro people.
1: And so uh, after that rally, let's see where does that take us to? Then that takes us to uh, Sinestro. The big you know, reveal. Yeah, the big reveal that Sinestro starting his own corps. And that, uh, let's see, what does he say? The Guardians uh, had billions of years to bring order to the universe. They failed. It is now our turn to spread our light, to take control. Our turn to take control. So in a sense, he he thinks he's doing the right thing, but...
2: Do do you see, uh, and standing right next to him is almost like the... uh, Kilowog? Yeah, counterpart to Kilowog. Yeah, it looks
0: like Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the analog of Kilowog.
0: So, yeah, it is almost like he's leading a pep rally because he's talking to those thousands of folks.
1: Um, then Ion kind of sees this and he's kind of kind of figuring out, w- trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, in the meantime, the... Um, back in our universe. Back in our universe, the Green Lantern Corps has an assassin going after him, kind of...
2: And uh, assassin actually takes out a Green Lantern that looks like Modoc.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that I I didn't place that, but yeah, you're right. That may have been a little jab at Marvel. (laughs) And suddenly, the Sinestro Corps comes from their universe into our universe, and a battle ensues between yellow and green. And it is it is pretty obvious that uh, that they caught him off off guard, and Sinestro quickly takes over, eliminates. Several Green Lanterns, because the green the rings leave the dead Green Lanterns, and they're looking for someone to replace them. In yeah, that they're panel. going back to their respective sectors. Yeah, looking for replacements. Uh, then they realize that Superboy Prime has been released from his crate, from his um, from his holding. So now his he's, science cell, his science cell, free. And after um, after Kyle Kyle. Or Sinestro talks to Kyle and kind of explains to him, "We want you to be part of our team now." And now, this is an ahead. important part. Yeah, right this here. is this is important. This is
0: like like the Parallax entity that took over Hal Jordan and mm-hmm. made him evil. Like he was the entity of yellow that embodied fear. That's right. This does is there a name for it, or is it called Ion?
2: Uh, that I I don't think they made it clear.
0: Um, Sinestro reaches in to Kyle's Oh, that's right. He said chest. you
2: are not I- Ion, Kyle.
0: Yeah, you are simply the host for it, just as Hal Jordan was the host for Parallax, but where the living embodiment of fear controls, the living embodiment of willpower simply supports. Of course, that means in itself, Ion is powerful, but only as long as it has a host to live within. So he reaches in, and he's in pain, obviously. Ouch. Because so, he's screaming. And Sinestro rips a green entity which is basically the good parallel of the parallax entity
1: which almost looks i mean it looks like a combination between a fish and something else but it's mm-hmm. it looks marine like in some way so it's this is the the
0: equivalent of the parallax entity mm-hmm. but the good side yeah so that that kind of ex- Helps me understand the ion thing a little bit more that's
2: exactly what I was saying was that yeah. the whole series of ion series of uh, you know series ion series does not um, explain that, but I think they were almost building up to this point
0: so Sinestro's taunting him, he gives him this whole speech about being afraid you're only human blah blah blah, and he brings in his mother's death, his mother recently died, and he wasn't there to hear the will and and he's just taunting. Kyle Rayner, and like I don't crazy. know if
2: you guys caught that, but basically the um, the sphere that um, Kyle actually held that ring, mm-hmm. that one of the uh, Sinestro's ring in, had a crack. The moment a slight, slight sense of fear struck him.
0: Oh, really? Let's back up. Um, um, yeah. Back, in fact,
2: you know. if you uh, noticed that, I think this was during the uh, the whole um,
0: in the like in the restaurant,
2: yeah, cafeteria. They were, uh, there were there it is. Around. And if you kind of notice. Um, What he was talking about was he – they got to – they started talking about his childhood where obviously later on we find out that the fear, his source of fear, that one area that I I guess the unexplored area of his fear still is kind of embodied. He asks him and he starts remembering a childhood uh, picture that his mother had on the wall hanging about a child that is lost. And he says, you know, how did the story end? And then he basically ends up saying, I don't remember. And and at that moment,
1: is that the crack right there? Yeah, you, yeah, you can see, see it. the little crack. Yeah,
2: you're okay. You know, sorry, kid. And you know, basically, what had happened is that he's you know he's disturbed.
1: Kind of see it right there, maybe. Oh no, is that it bouncing around? Yeah, that it might could be, be it bouncing, bouncing around. around.
2: But basically, I don't remember. And then that's when basically, you you see that you know that. Yeah, happening.
1: when he
0: starts remembering that that, that fear, fear from that story and the way he felt, that's right. That's when childhood. it was able to weaken.
2: Losing his mother, yep. and obviously Sinestro knows.
1: He's playing on that.
2: That's right, and he uh, really takes advantage of that.
1: So that that would make Kyle the, the perfect host for Parallax. Ouch. So he is now uh, – Kyle now embodies Parallax, and once he is embodied, the first thing Kyle Rayner says is – Cool. Cool. He's kind of like, digging that. He's got the gray hair. Like mm-hmm. Hal had the gray
0: hair yeah. on the sides, but his nice. his is going down the middle, kind of like a mohawk.
1: And uh, he looks pretty. He looks awesome.
0: Happy. Yeah, I mean, he looks like a great villain. Well, that
2: actually is more uh, closer to uh, other than the uh, the little shoulder armor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, his face mask of the uh, previous part before he became, you know, uh, Ion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Kyle's. Uh, you know, he returns to his older uniform. He an mm-hmm. outfit, but then he's got the Fairlinks. his shoulder,
0: the shoulder is reminiscent of the old Parallax. That's right. Costume and how fought the, off. He's got the Sinestro core symbol. That's right. In place of the green Green Lantern, so now this is where it gets interesting. The Guardians. The Ganthet and his lady friend are looking at Earth and uh, he says, can you feel it? It's happening now. A cold wave across the emotional spectrum which our fellow guardians will again ignore. And she says, with the the rebirth of the multiverse comes the return of something else and I fear what it is. So, at this point, we're like, hmm, what is she talking about? And of course, the multiverse is back now because of the end of 52. Mm -hmm. It's a diff, okay, let me correct that. The multiverse is not back. The old multiverse that was there before the original Crisis on Infinite Earths is not back. A new multiverse is now in existence.
1: And I would argue that it's a more
0: structured... It's more structured. There are only 52 Mm -hmm. parallel Earths as opposed to infinite Earths. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the Earths are very familiar. Mm -hmm. So it's a familiar feel, but now there is a multiverse back and... Here's here's the interesting conversation. Parallax and Sinestro are walking through this great hall down a long hallway towards a Sinestro core symbol. And he says, Sinestro's talking, says, the last of your heralds has been born, my guardian. So he's talking to somebody else. Yeah. The other two freed from the science cells of Oa and delivered to you, one being Superboy Prime and the second being hank henshaw the cyborg superman at the beginning of this we kind of glossed over it but the the guardians were they had him out of his science cell but they were holding him prisoner stable or whatever and they were studying him yeah obviously some more happened with that that i'm not familiar with that's right so he's the second one that was freed from the science cells and delivered to you whoever you is and he says my core is ready and we show- it shows them getting down on their knees, they're actually right. kneeling at this point, then you turn a page,
1: and I did not realize that they were kneeling.
0: You turn a page and the guardian, this person that he's talking to, responds, he says, "As am I," meaning I am ready also
2: and that was a character that I was totally
0: oblivious to who that's the anti monitor somehow has he survived the original crisis on Infinite Earth, right.
1: 20 um, years ago. We also have Superboy Prime who is also in a Sinestro Corps uniform and Hank Henshaw the uh the Superman Cyborg who is being repaired but he too has the uh the the symbol as well.
0: The Superman Hank Henshaw the Superman Cyborg was one of the four uh beings that replaced them. that replaced Superman when Superman died back in the late 90s.
2: Oh, I see, that's right.
0: And he turned evil. And it, if you actually
2: read through the uh, Green Lantern series, you realize that uh, he's the one that revived the whole Man Manhunter. Okay. The latest versions of it. And there are hidden some away in a sector in the background too. And they're fixing him up.
1: And man- Manhunters were uh, the original Manhunters were the um, they were emotionalist robots sent by the Guardians to uh, to control the universe. Originally, that's right. To yeah. replace the Green Lanterns. But they but they were too emotionalist, so. They replaced them with uh, with Green Lanterns, and they always show up every now and then. The Manhunters were the original police force, as it yes. were?
0: Yes. I, I it was, was not, their experiment. was not aware of that. Yeah. Okay. So this last page is quite the reveal with Sinestro and Parallax kneeling.
2: And the Anti-Monitor In front of the
0: Anti-Monitor. The so. Anti-Monitor's back. I don't know how he did it, because if I remember my crisis history, I, I was pretty sure Superman destroyed him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I guess with the return of fifty to with the, the return multiverse? of the
0: multiverse, you know, probably <laughs> anti monitor gets to come back. You know, if Jason Todd could come back, you know what? Why there, couldn't the anti monitor come back?
1: I hate to say it, but that then that that's precedent that precedent that leaves room that Barry Allen could come back too. Let's not get into that. Yeah, <laughs> you see that, uh, th- this is this Wally is,
0: West just came back. Let's leave Barry out of it for a minute.
1: This is so cool this yes. last page, this last reveal. Yes. But why can't we just move on to something else? Why do we have to bring back the anti The anti-monitor is dead. He died in the original If in, in the original, crisis. Jason Todd was beaten to death by the Jason Joker. Jason Todd was dead. Why do we have to bring him back?
0: Because there are no original ideas left. Oh.
1: It, but, having yeah, said but,
0: that, <laughs> having said that, I liked this and i want to read green lantern now
1: okay yeah and i will give you that this is cool if anything they brought him back they did it cool they didn't do uh they did they didn't do a half baked job they did a very good job bringing uh, not only not only um uh jason todd did back but bringing back um anti-modern stuff like that so we got to see where dc is headed but man oh man is it going to be a ride
2: exciting right now uh dc's uh space uh you know related uh stories are the main things that i actually get monthly and so between green lantern core the actual separate book mm-hmm. with guy gardner being you know running does jeff johns write that also um no i think it's actually dave uh dave gibbons writes that Oh, okay with um the artist uh I would forget his name right now, being put on the spot. <laughs> but he's actually uh, quite uh, becoming one of my f- uh, favorite artists. He's perfect to you know draw and illustrate that. So,
1: so I, th- like I think a bit of bit. I, I think it's safe to say though we are you know I'm just guessing I'm reaching for the sky I have no thanks, but that whatever we're counting down to is going to involve. Anti-Monitor, Superboy Prime. And, and I that hope
2: stuff. that doesn't happen because I really want to be able to read just the Green Lantern series. You mean when you And not have to worry about getting the countdown because that's actually, believe it or not, yeah. I'm not involved on that at all. You countdown.
0: You're talking about countdown, the yeah. weekly, the new weekly yeah. series. It's counting. They said it's counting down to the next big DC event, whatever yeah. that may be.
1: It, it's got to involve Anti-Monitor. It, has, How to, could it, it not? has to involve
0: this whole crisis theme that DC can't get away from. Yeah.
1: Well, it, it's their thing. I, I don't know why. They just I don't know. But but they're doing it well. I'm having a good time with this. I'm I'm having a good time with the universe. I wish I was reading Countdown, but I really want to wait for the trade on it.
0: You can read mine.
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna take you up on That's that. It's a pretty good read. Okay. Wrap up. Yeah. Final thoughts? I like I, love I said, it. I, I li- uh
0: yeah, floored. I've I've always kinda liked the concept of Green Lantern, but I've never really cared about the universe that the Green Lantern universe, but now reading this, it makes me wanna. Makes me wanna read it. Makes too. me wanna read it, and uh, there is
2: quite a bit of depth, and I, that's why I started getting intrigued, and you know, just doing, started doing crazy researches on that's, Wiki and that's, finding out about the DC space, and that's how I realized
0: about the Vegas system, and it's pretty neat. That's what got me intrigued with the Flash. There's a lot of history and depth and multi-layered story storytelling uh, in the Flash, and I'm, I'm. It appears that there's a lot of that in the Green Lantern
1: um, realm as well. And that interests me. Okay. All righty. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can visit us at halfhourwasted.com or uh, drop us an email at uh, halfhourwasted at gmail.com. And, of course, we're on iTunes. Just search Half Hour Wasted under the uh, podcast store part, or the music store part. Thanks for joining us this weekend, JB. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Brad? Thanks, thanks for breakfast
0: this morning.
1: Oh, uh, We have McDonald's. <laughs> Brad, what? You said Brad. Um, I'll see you later, Brad. All right, we'll see you next time. Oh, and a half hour wasted.